Hi there, I'm Kurt. I'm Liza. We're both parents, and you're listening to the Parent Skills Podcast. Well, hey, hey, hey. Good morning, Liza. Good morning. Producer, husband, friend, Jeremy over hey, here. Hey, hey. Jeremy, for, I don't know what time, in the, what time is it, 8.30 right now? It's bright and early on a he, Monday he, morning. He, he's very well put together for 8.30. That's, that's impressive, dude. Well, I... Y- Here's the honest truth. I actually have to go and film a couple two minute tips. Oh, yeah. Oh, I thought we were done so, filming those. Well, well, he gets to be the, he gets, the he, finale since uh, he's the he owner feel, of the. I sort of had studio. to film all of them, yeah. so I didn't really have chance to really. Them. Gotcha. You know, yeah, so I, I still get all my content together. Gotcha. But for yes, those of you, look forward to those. For those of you listening who don't know what two minute tips are, Ask on them. our saddlebackparents.com website, mm-hmm. where we've got bunches and bunches and bunches of resources for parents, one of the favorite things on that website is our two minute tips section. How many two minute tips do we have now, Liza? We're over a hundred, and I think after this week, you said we're at like a hundred and. We'll be at one hundred and fifty. We'll be officially. A hundred and fifty two-minute tips. You can listen for one hundred and fifty days in a row. Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> or three hundred minutes in a row. There you go. Which is what two and a half hours. Yeah, but yeah, doesn't sound so much after. <laughs> so it's only two and a half hours of tips. You well, really shouldn't that, listen to them. Doesn't sound so. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we we digress. But go check that out. Well, today. We're super excited. We have a really, really good friend who is a pastor and a parent in the studio. Dustin Tappen is going to share with us some of his thoughts and experiences and tips on raising teenagers. And we will get back with Dustin in just a minute. Okay. Hey, well, welcome back. Dustin, are you there? I'm here. Hey, Dustin. Good to good to see you. Like well, I don't see you. Power good to, of technology. Good to hear you, <laughs> Dustin. Thank you for joining us, um, Dustin. Why don't you tell our listeners, you and I, Dustin? How far back do you and I go? Are we like 15 years now? Maybe we're about yeah, we're about 15 years now. He- heading back uh, to uh, conference, a conference that you and I uh, crossed paths with uh, student pastors. And I, I, I grabbed a breakfast with you one time, and we've been grabbing breakfast ever since. We've been fast friends ever since. And so we're doing this breakfast yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So this, this early morning podcast is in honor of our breakfast meeting way back in the day, Dustin. Well, if, Dustin, you are a pastor out in the Phoenix, Arizona, Scottsdale, Arizona area. Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit about your role and how long you've been married, your kids, all that good stuff. Yeah. I work at the uh, the church that I came to faith in uh, while I was a high school student. It's called CCV in Arizona, and I I lead our kids, our students, and our sports program. We call Stars, and I do that from a, a, a central level. So um, we have a multi-site uh, church strategy. There's eleven campuses currently, and so I uh, I lead kind of in the cloud. Don't have a real job. I um, I spend most of my time theorizing and um, um, talk, l- talking to people in meetings. So Li- Liza laughed and looked at me when you said that. <laughs> I'm not sure why she. I'm not sure oh, why man, she did it's, that. It's, it's actually really true. It's really true. <laughs> um, so I've done that for 20 years. Uh, two days ago, hit my, wow. my 20 year, and wow. it's been killer. That's awesome. Killer church, cool, cool role. I've got my two kiddos, a 16-year-old daughter and a 13-year-old son, 
and I've been married this summer will be 19 years to Megan and we're uh we're cruising we got stuff happening so it's it's wow. a, a, an exciting and um scary time of life right now so 16 and 13 so you and your wife Megan you guys are right in the mix of raising teenagers I mean you are yeah you couldn't be more neck deep in the raising teenager we're, world we're in it yeah <laughs> we are in it well, Dustin, we're not going to talk a ton or at all about this topic, but I, I just want to give you the hat tip. Um, one of the things I admire most about you and one of the reasons why I think our friendship has lasted other than just being friends, but is you, I look to you, you're one of the, one of the sharper like leadership minds that, that I rub shoulders with. Um, you just are a great leader, a great thinker. You are super smart, but you ask amazing questions. What I've, what I've learned over the years, and I, I'd like to be better at this, but I've learned that the best leaders are, are the best learners. Like the best leaders are people who ask good questions and are constantly curious. Um, and, you know, if, if you think you know it all and you just constantly lead out of what you already know and impart that knowledge to everybody else, you're not really all that great of a leader. You have to keep learning. And one of the things I've learned from you is just to, when I think of you, I think of curious, like you're just a curious minded person. And I, and I really admire that about you. Um, but today we are going to put you in the seat of sharing knowledge and experience and expertise. Um, you don't get to ask questions today, Dustin, we're asking you the questions <laughs> and you just get to, kind of impart some wisdom in um, our direction and towards the parents who are listening. Does that sound okay? That's great. There you go. That was a short, easy answer. Two word answer. That's great. It's not like he's I love a it. choice. Correct. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. He doesn't have a choice. Um, okay. Well, here's the thing, Dustin, this isn't going to be interview style. Here's what I want to do is we, we just want to pose, you know, the, the question to you and then just let you go to town and Liza and I might chime in or we might not, we might let you just have at it. But why don't you share with us, you've been raising teenagers now for four years, your daughter's 16, um, yeah. you're neck deep in it. You've got one who's kind of halfway through the journey, one who's right at the very beginning. Share with us, what are just your top three parenting tips and maybe um, a hard lesson you've learned along the way? Okay. Well, I uh, I asked my kiddos last night. I said, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to do a podcast with a friend and we're going to talk about parenting. And, um, I'm, I'm looking for some, some wisdom for you, from you guys as to, as you watch our parenting, what, what do you think we do well and should share that, you know, advice with other parents of teenagers. And I got, I got like a sideways look from both of them. Like, why, why are you talking about parenting? <laughs> you just you just started and don't know what you're doing, and uh, so I was like, "All right, guys, narrow, just narrow it down, just narrow it down, just maybe w just one thing." And like they, they you know, one kid took like a like a minute or two to think about it. the other one, like had to go take a shower because she was like, "I'll I'll go think about it, but we'll see if I come back with something." So hoping that would have been a little bit faster. I, say, I don't think that probably helped your parenting confidence right there. <laughs> yeah. I was like, come on, come on. You got something, don't you? So um, at, at some point in our little chat today, I'll, I'll share a little bit of what they said. Cause if, it, it, if it's like my family. Lined up with something. If it was like my family, my kids would have said, we don't, we don't know, dad. Have mom ask us that question. We've got all kinds of things that mom does awesome. <laughs> 
So, all right, here's here here we go. I've got I've got three unproven tips for raising teens. And <laughs> there you go. We'll take them. So this is more. Gonna, these this are is going to be game changers, or they're not. It's all. Or they're not going to be at all. So, so theoretically we'll, speaking, these are good tips. Thank you for the title. We'll of the learn together. <laughs> yeah, I will let you know in about six years whether or not any of this stuff gotcha. is valid and was helpful. So, but for now, this is kind of what we're we're aiming at. So my wife and I have made three choices, um, and I have formulated this into alliteration because. Kurt Johnson thinks in alliteration. Thank he you. dreams yeah. in alliteration. This is his love language. So here you go. Uh, first one is w w um, we're choosing um, hanging out over hovering as parents. So what what I mean by that is, uh, you know, one says I like you, the other says I don't trust you, and uh, we're we're going with the like you route. So we're we're choosing to hang out with our our teenagers as often as they'll allow us to hang out with them. And then we'll, we'll push ourselves into spaces at times that they don't necessarily want us there, but we, we want to be around them. So, but we're, cho we're choosing to hang out. And, uh, what that looks like practically for us is a lot of dude time with my boy. Uh, it's date nights with my daughter and then my wife and I together, just, uh, grab, grabbing regular, uh, meals, I would say for us, mealtime is sacred. Um, you know, b busyness kind of cuts into what would be a seven night a week um, mealtime together. But if we can grab three, four nights out of the week and get food, um, we're, we feel like we're winning right now, just the, the stage of life that we're in. But meals are important. Um, we're hanging out in drive time. My daughter's driving right now. And so any chance I get to have her drive me around and me be on the phone while she's driving is a gift and payback at the same time. But our, our drive time is an opportunity for um, windows to open, um, for conversations to happen a little bit more naturally. And so we're, we're just really choosing to hang out with our, our kids. So their bedrooms, their shows, their music. Um, my, my daughter and I both have this, and actually my son, we have this affinity for Bieber we're huge Bieber people, <laughs> and um, in fact, we had we had tickets to go to Bieber um, coming up in about a week, and then he canceled his shows, and so my daughter and I are both devastated. Uh, but we'll go in twenty twenty two. So, um, yeah, we're we're trying to get anywhere where they'll allow us to get. Yeah, I, and uh, I, spend time with them as much as we can. I love hanging out over hovering. Help 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 some parents out. Dustin, who maybe think they're hanging out, but they're actually hovering. Like, how would you just, how would you define hovering? I think we all know what hanging out looks like. I mean, it's maybe a little bit different for every family, but what are, what are some, like, when do you cross a line from hanging out into hovering? Yeah, I think it has a lot to do with your, your posture as a parent when you're in those settings, that if it comes across as though you're parent mode at all times, that there's a, a coaching moment, there's a teaching thing, you're telling them what to do, you're you're kind of barking orders at them, and it, it's like you're always on as a parent. I don't think a, a teenager relaxes when you're around, and so if you can get your teenager to relax and, and converse naturally and kind of drop their guard you're you're winning so it's it's really the intentional work of the parent to just stop and and relax uh, it's okay if, if and this is sometimes a little bit harder for me it's okay if 
um, the the things that they're talking about aren't necessarily what you agree with. You don't have to interject your opinion at all times and, and correct. So really at that, that stage of parenting for teenagers, as we're learning, is to shift from like where you're constantly coaching and giving direction to, man, now you're just, you're, you're turning into a little bit of a cheerleader and just, you know, uh, encouraging them along the way and then asking really good questions uh, more than you are giving them good direction. Right. Wow. I love it. Okay. Okay. So number hang, two, hanging out over hovering, number one. Number hanging two. Hanging out over hovering, number one. We're choosing that. Um, my wife, Megan, and I are choosing, secondly, fun over formula. Fun over formula means for us, uh, and, and by the way, formula is not bad. It's just boring. Um, formula is, you know, the typical family pattern is that you, you wake up, you go to school, it's homework, um, after school, it's chores, it's bedtime. Maybe it's a practice in there or it's a game and then you just hit repeat and you you sort of follow this plan and you assume that as long as everybody's everybody's busy and and active that it all will be well and uh, we we sort of reject that and obviously we have to do some of those things because you know we don't want them to, to be homeless but we we you know um, we want to break from that and we want fun to really be, kind of a family value of ours. So we, we, as often as we can, we go off script as often as we can, we break from like the, the norm. And so what maybe some families would have a hard time allowing their kids to, um, uh, to take a day off of school. Like I'm in on that. So as often as we can take our kids out and let them, let them play hooky, we're all about it and uh, give them a chance to do that and go go do something fun in its place. And so we're about uh, family vacations. We're about um, a lot of laughter and movies and, and playing games and goofing around. So I think in the long run, when our kids are 25 and 35 and they want to come back and, and spend time with us, they'll know that we uh, we just didn't have this this regimented plan. We uh, adapted and we allowed our our family to really be uh, flexible along those teenage years. So we're choosing right now to be uh, to be a little bit more fun over over formulaic. So fun over formulas um, our second choice there. Yeah, that's a that's a hard one I think, especially in our area because we have kids that are constantly on the go. Right, you know they they are in sports immediately. They're in every extracurricular. They're getting tutoring. They're doing this. So. How do you balance that? Like you said, obviously you're not going to play hooky every day of the week at school, but how do you balance the, hey, I know we're committed to this sport, but it's okay that we miss practice once. Or the idea that, you know, there there is a, a strong belief out there, hey, kids need structure. Mm-hmm. Kids need consistency. They need to know what's expected. They need routine. How, how do you counter those two things? Yeah, and I wouldn't disagree with that. I, I'd say that that's, that's generally true, um, but they also don't need to be automated uh, to the degree that you you can't let them break from um, you know what is a regimented uh, sports schedule or you know weekend filled with games. That I think we've just decided that at the end of the day, if we are going to be going on a vacation, vacation will trump almost everything. So our family getting away together somewhere fun is going to is going to be way more important than that tournament uh way more important than that school project so 
Uh, I, I, we just have prioritized time together as the most important thing, and it's going to be way over the other extracurricular activities, over school for that matter. And so, um, yeah, we, we took our son out of school and our daughter out of school in seventh grade um, and did some type of a, a hybrid homeschool model um, because we wanted to spend time with him. Uh, it wasn't a problem with the school systems or like, you know, death to, you know, what goes on in schools. It was a matter of us just getting time and having a, having fun with them and, and building that relationship. So I don't know if I have a great answer for like, how do I counter the balance with that? Uh, it's probably uh, a matter of just how you prioritize. And for us, we, we've just prioritized fun over that and family time. Yeah. So Dustin, so what I'm hearing from you, you what you're saying is, what I'm hearing from you is more, it's, it's priority. It's not that formula is bad. You need it. But if you're going to prioritize something, prioritize, it's, and, and fun might sound like trite to parents, whatever they're out there listening. It's really relationship, building relationship with your kid and make that the priority over whatever function that they maybe have. Would that be a good way of, of sort of restating that? Yeah, pro- and probably better than my. I just had to. Make sure <laughs> it just had to stay in alliterative. Yeah, st- yeah no, 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 it's fine. So no, fun sure. over Way function. Better. Form fun over formula is much more catchy yes. than whatever Jeremy yeah. just yeah. said. Yes. I, I can't. But, but I can't Jeremy wants to change it. You do have those. You can do your own podcast if you want to change it. You know? <laughs> no, but but you do have those type A parents. You have those Enneagram right. ones. Like fun. No, no, no. I need to build. I, yeah. I want my kids to be a multimillionaire by I'm the time they're 30. Right. I want them to right. be like, dot, 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 dot. I'm not my kid's they friend. They got to be successful, yeah. you know, but it's really, I mean, what you're really saying is build a relationship. Right. Build that yeah. relationship first. And, um, you know, one of the, thing, one of the things that uh, my wife and I were talking about last night about our kids is that we, man, we've really, if there's a, if there's a language that um, we speak in our household more than anything, it's probably harassment. My, my kids harass me all the time. <laughs> I, I do the same thing. I'm, obno- I'm obnoxious. And we, we just sort of, and we do that wherever we go. There's some form of a harassment. We, we're sarcastic. We joke. And we, we do it lovingly. But I just feel like for us, we just found a way to, to have some type of a, a connectivity throughout the day because some, t- some things are just mundane and they're, they're normal and they're re- repetitive and we break from that as often as we can and uh, just have a good time. Well, your, your fun over formula. formula, I think is genius because in our student ministries at Saddleback, we talk about when we train our volunteers, we've never talked about it with parents, but we talk about that fun is the universal love language of teenagers. Like they, right. they want to have fun and parents can provide all kinds of fun. You know, fun doesn't mean lavish vacations. Or fun doesn't mean out of control chaos. It's fun when you say, hey, how about if you go to school an hour late today so we can go have donuts together? That's yeah. spont- it's spontaneous. It's yeah. out of the, it's out of the ordinary. It breaks the form, right? It breaks the, 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 the tradition. And it's fun, and you spent a buck fifty on a donut, and and you created a little memory with your with your teenage, especially with your teenagers. I think sometimes parents forget they they quit being fun when their kids become teenagers, and I would actually argue that's when it's the most important. 
is, is, you know, you don't, kids don't remember a lot about their childhood. They remember a whole lot about their teenage years. That's um, right. And so that's the time to, you know, to kind of crank up the fun over the form is with your teenagers. That's right. But it's a little bit counterintuitive because you think, well, now the grades matter more than ever. You know, they've got sports that matter more than ever. So we've got to be more serious than ever. And maybe the, the counterintuitive is, is the wise way to go, you know, during those years. Yeah. I would say too, and this is, this would be, um, our own, our own issue is that at times that is motivated by a fear too, that if you let your foot off the the gas in some regard, the fear is that your, your kids are going to come unglued. Like that, man, just, if you, if you break from any one of those, um, you know, patterns or habits you have as a family, um, man, they're just, they're just going to start falling apart. So it's, I think it's also a fear deal. So, all right, so the last, uh, the third unproven tip for raising teenagers, and this is one that we have learned the hard way, so we we are believing in it uh, more and more every single month. It is, uh, we're choosing freedom over freaking out. Uh, we've learned that control is, generally speaking, not our friend uh, when it comes to raising teenagers and um for us, we've we've begun forcing only what is mission critical and removing our control of as many things as possible. So I think uh, freedom over freaking out is keeping a cool head. It's uh, offering more grace than less. It's uh, speaking more adult-like than childlike with your kids. And so we've uh, begun adopting some phrases as um, we're entering these waters. One is like "you choose." Uh, it's a that's a great leadership phrase, you know, with your with your coworkers, employees. Is hey, you you choose, you select, you pick. Um, but doing that with kids has been really great. Uh, you're old enough now, or you're old enough too, and you just start uh, giving them some of that vision for the next phase because uh for us all parents are trying to do the same thing we are um well we i don't know if we're all trying to do the same thing but it, it'd be ideal if we all began preparing our kids for life after us yes. rather than trying to perfect them and by um, preparing them it that's like for faith that's for uh, responsibility that's for leadership thereafter and not just trying to make sure that they they look real shiny by the time they finish um, time in your home, and uh, you know questions like uh, what do you plan to do or questions that we're we're asking, and so we're really learning to manage less and give them some of that freedom. Um, in fact, when I asked the kids, "Hey, what 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 are we doing that we should be doing and keep doing, and that we should or could encourage other parents to do the same thing?" and both of our kids said, uh, "Freedom." One said freedom with regards to faith. That was my son. He said, hey, I, you know, what I really appreciate is that you guys have, have not made me believe or forced me to believe, but you've told me that hey, it's my choice. It's my choice to get baptized. It's my choice not even to go to, um, you know, some of the things that we do at church, even though we, we don't really pose it like that. Um, it doesn't, for him, for some reason, it doesn't feel like a forced thing, um, even though if, if push came to shove, we, we probably would still do that at this stage in the game, he's, he's young, but 
Um, my daughter said freedom, uh, but the way that she meant that was when it comes to the decisions she's making with her friends and, you know, when boys come into the picture. And so she, even right now is, is interested, kind of is curious of a boy that's at her school and, uh, she brought it to us, let us know about this guy she thinks is attractive and, uh, they're not, they're not dating. They're not in a relationship right now, but she just wanted to kind of give us a heads up. I just, I, I kind of think highly of him and. I think he might think highly of me too. And so there, there you go. And uh, we didn't panic, even though even though a year and a half, and be, you know, beneath the surface I am panicking, but yeah. uh, a year ago or so we would have handled that um, completely differently than we did then. So I think that's just a, a learning for us. Our, our tendency would be more freak out. And uh, that has not, that's not served me well so far as a parent. So giving them freedom and then helping them with that has. And freedom, and I've heard you say it uh, in a couple ways, you know, you would have maybe had a different response a year ago, partly because you were in a different place as a parent and partly because your daughter was a year younger a year ago. And yeah. earlier you mentioned your son, um, it, you know, it, you said even if he, if he didn't want to quit going to church, at this stage of life, if push came to shove, you might still force that and not give him that freedom. Freedom's on a sliding right. scale, right? So as your teenagers get older, more freedom comes with that. As they get wiser, more freedom comes with that. Um, and sometimes the freedoms get get squeezed off a little bit because, yeah, you want to give them freedom to make mistakes, but you also, there are some mistakes that you go, okay, we, we can't afford for you to make that one over and over again. Yeah. So we're going to, we're going to, some of your freedoms are going to slide back down and be tightened up a little bit for the next season of life. I think some parents, when they hear the word freedom and teenagers, they, they think that means we're just taking our hand completely off the, off the wheel and saying, Hey, you're, you know, you're 15, go figure it out and, and check in with us along the way. And that's, that's not freedom. That's reckless. Right. And that's like right. ab abandoning your parenting mm -hmm. responsibilities. So it's a, it's a, Freedom is very much a sliding scale. It's a give and take. Um, but for most parents, it doesn't totally come naturally. And it's something like, to your point, Dustin, you, as parents, we have to make a decision like, hey, our kids aren't nine and 10 anymore. And we, we need to make sure that we're giving them some freedom and not freaking out when they do make a mistake or the freedom gets a little bit squirrely. Yeah, we... We assume that there's going to come a day when our our kids will have the freedom. We um, we pretend to uh, to to control, and that day is going to be sooner than I ever want. And when that day comes, I, I what we don't want is to slide all of the freedoms that we've been holding from them like at that that crossroads so june june of their senior year of high school all of a sudden we 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 dumbo drop so much freedom on them they don't know what to do yeah so between now and then it's a a much a much more generous portion of freedom than we we probably would um just kind of from our own nature would be we'd be more concerned with control right now so uh, we're just trying to manage less as well and give them managerial responsibility now. So their bedroom, their laundry, their dishes, you know, their music, um, even their their friends, some of their screen time dynamics, we're, we're, we're moving that into their territory. 
and letting them know that, hey, it doesn't necessarily mean that those things don't have consequences if you choose poorly in them, but those are your responsibilities and we're going to, we're going to leave you in those. So, Dustin, that, that's, um, that's awesome. Such, such good wisdom. And I, I mean, I hear your heart, you know, these are un, untested partly because your kids are still teenagers, right? So it's, there's a little bit of a, Hey, let's yeah. check in with Dustin in four years and see how this stuff's turned out. But the reality is you're in the middle of it. And these are decisions that are guiding your parenting day to day right now. You're it's theoretically, and yet it's, it's tried and true kind of in you're, you're sharing with us some real time stuff that you and Megan are, are wrestling with. I love it. Hanging out over hovering fun over form freedom over freaking out. I appreciate now Dustin, I do need to say this. If you were truly good at alliteration, the first two would have also mm -hmm. been two that start with F because you notice how number two and number three, Liza, yeah, they were both kind of bothering me. Yeah. Just fun kidding. over form and freedom <laughs> over freaking out. Those were all F, but then the first one was, we, we were choosing freedom over freaking out in yeah, response to so, that. I mean, I, I kind of didn't hear much of what he said because I was so hung up on his poor attempt. Well, you can, you can attempt scrap this podcast, <laughs> take this podcast, scrap it, and take all of those things and do whatever you want with them. No one will know the difference. Oh, so, gosh. There you go. Dustin <laughs> Tappan. Dustin, you're the man. You're a great parent, a great leader, a great friend. Um, thanks for taking time for joining us. Parents, we're glad you're with us. This was an awesome episode. If you want more great parenting resources, visit saddlebackparents.com and we will see you soon. <laughs>